Good morning, my friends. It is the morning mindset edition of the Live, Build, Change podcast. If you would like to know more about Live, Build, Change, you can go to livebuildchange.com. Today, we're going to start looking into what I believe is a section of scripture that is one of the most important for us as believers in Christ to understand, right next to the importance of salvation by grace through faith is this concept of what it means and how it happens that we are able now to live a truly Christian life. And we're going to be looking at Romans chapters 6, 7, and 8. But before we get into it, we need to look at the end of chapter 5 because chapter 6 begins with a statement that's based on what was talked about in chapter 5. Now, we're not going to look at all of chapter 5. Let's look at Romans chapter 5, verse number 18. And Paul is beginning to summarize his teaching about what it means that we now have life in Christ. And he has mentioned that through Adam came sin to the entire human race. And so he picks up in verse 18 and he says, Therefore, just as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. Now he's talking about Jesus Christ, what he accomplished on the cross and what he accomplished in the resurrection. His is the one act that leads to justification in life for all men. His is the one act of obedience by which many will be made righteous. And that is becoming a believer in Jesus Christ. It's when we place our faith in him. And so Paul concludes there in chapter number five, saying that grace reigns through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then we pick up in chapter number six. He says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? So what is he asking? Where is that coming from? Well, he's just made the case that where sin abounds, like in this world, grace abounds all the more. And he's making the point that God has the abundance of grace necessary to forgive the sins of the entire world. And he's made that available to all who will place their faith in Jesus Christ. And so he's saying, well, does it then make sense that We should just sin and let God's grace take care of it, not worry about the kind of life that we live. That's what he's saying when he says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? And his answer in verse two is by no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who've been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So Paul is asking another question then. Don't you know that all of us, when we were baptized, you know, symbolically dunked under the water, sprinkled, however it happened for you, that baptism represents a reality of something that happened to you. And that is that when you placed your faith in Jesus Christ, you were buried with him. You are now dead to sin. He says, how how can we who have died to sin still live in it? 
So let's stop there for a moment and just apply that way of thinking. When temptation comes your way, when difficulty arrives and you're tempted to respond in a sinful way, we can now say to ourselves very truthfully, out of the reality of what Jesus has done for us, I am dead to that kind of a response. The old sinful me has died. I'm a new creation. I can't live in that anymore. My identity says that's not who I am. So I want to ask you today, do you know that you've been baptized into the death of Jesus Christ and that you therefore are dead to sin? Now, I know you don't always feel dead to sin, and we'll talk about that in some of the upcoming Morning Mindset editions from livebuildchange.com.